Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and B.K. Johnson. Thank you, Mistress of Ceremonies. Welcome back to Sexy Time. Welcome back to Sexy Time. How y'all doing today? I'm sexy. I'm bringing it I back know. every day. How are you? You're definitely sexy. Um, I'm all right. I'm feeling a little congested for some reason. It might just be like be part of the airport I'm streaming from tonight. Uh, do sports bras there's do that too? There's a lot of like I'm trying to let no, people on the podcast to check old... you out. What? <laughs> Nothing on the podcast. It's like, yeah, we got it. She's in a sports bra. It's lovely. Anyway, go ahead. I am, but there's a lot of like old carpeting right where I am, and it's probably causing allergy problems for me. It's mm. okay. This too shall pass. You're, you're. You got an airport. We got a sports bra. And we have a lovely new day that we're recording this live. So again, we do live stream this uh, for the recording for all you listening on podcast land. So uh, it's sexy. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast is where we live stream. If you want to see us in the flesh, go ahead and check out the video there. We do a little warm up before we start recording as well. So if you want to see some extra, extra goodies there, if you want more, you have a thing called patreon.com forward slash sex time podcast and you can have pillow talk right after each of these live streams where you have exclusive private discord access with the hosts so uh check it out our chat is chiming in hello everybody um today is an open q a day so anything goes so uh we're looking forward to questions in chat or the email sex time dlove at gmail.com or on our private discord check it out again on patreon Check out the Discord. Get our, You can privately DM either of us or go to the Sexy Time Discord channel with the question section. So we have a poll today, too. You know, let's talk about let's start with that and then we'll get into the questions. Live stream. Well, poll. we we've got a poll that says, do you think being beautiful gives you an edge in the bedroom? And we were kind of vague on this, right? We just said being beautiful. So take it how you will. Inner beauty, outer beauty however you want we're at 14 percent. yes definitely 14 percent. no i don't think it matters Ooh, good on you and 71 percent. it depends on the person mm. and i was uh, i don't always disclose my vote but the reason we were talking about it is because i i was for a long time the only one who voted yes definitely so uh yeah we were talking about just beauty and i think we've talked about beauty before or was it the art of sex i can't remember was it did we talk about beauty and sex too or i think it was the art it was the art right i remember because i think it got my channel in trouble <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> we saw some sexy art on that one and uh yeah oh yeah that did get us in got trouble us a little trouble there with the art what are you gonna do you know you try to you try to you try to like lift up the intellectual side of things and YouTube is nope, nope, this is too exactly. risky. Exactly. You just try and you know. I'm pretty sure it's because we shared a link to a, a, a porn adjacent uh, art website. Yeah, I, I, I think it was that too because we've 
usually like I mean I've on my on my personal channel I've been slap banned on YouTube before, <laughs> and it's usually because of like music, or um, that I, or usually it's just actually yeah. watching like a YouTube video that has the copyright music. But we're like still here, and that's yeah, all that matters. We're not gonna do that. We're still here with all our friends, straight, bi, queer, and otherwise. Mm. Happy to have you guys here. I have some questions, and I would love to drop in. I've got a couple hard ones, not gonna lie. Oh, really? Hmm. Hit me. Mm. Hit us all. Okay. Okay. I like, I like it hard and long. Is it long or short? Let's see. Or is it um, girthy? All right, go ahead. Let's start with this one because this right. one's been hanging out here for a little while and I don't want them to feel neglected. Mm. So, Important. this is a 27 year old male. Okay. Oh no, this is backwards. Sorry. This is a 26 year old female who found out that her 27 year old male boyfriend of one year has some strange porn saved. Oh. Of course, like some guys, he's got a porn folder. Mm. I did think that most guys streamed everything these days, so I'll admit that that surprised me. There weren't any videos, just photos. Of course, nudity is not surprising. Mm. It's all pretty soft core, no problem. I am sure that they were probably of age. In fact, oh, all of scary. the pictures have watermarks, so I could look up the studios oh, okay. and actually see that they were all over 18. But they looked really young to me. Mm. Um, very skinny, very flat-chested, and most of them with underage-looking faces. Since some of the pictures were actually not pornographic i showed them to a friend to ask if i was crazy what age she would guess that these girls were and she guessed 14 maybe 15 at the most mm. so either way these girls were cast because they look young and it's pretty much like the legal alternative to trying to hire minors am i right to be concerned uh since this is sort of like adjacent to looking at porn with minors. Um, does this hint at a preference for my boyfriend for very young girls? That would be extremely concerning. What should I do? Am I right to be worried? Mm, this is a tough question because it's uh, it's always going to be the unique to each person, right? For example, I've had a question come up about that, about like uh, in the past on this show, it was something about to do with the Asian stuff, because I know that this Japanese culture that gets slaps on that all the time because, you know, they're always dressing up in like high school uniforms. <laughs> they're always like uh, the, the J-pop scene. They're always really young and they look like underage and then they do sell sexuality even when they are actually underage. They just don't, you know, they put it in contracts that you can't have boyfriends. It has nothing to do with sex. It's crazy how they do that here because it's very on that borderline where it's like, wait a second. They, they, they keep it in mind, but then uh, they, they skirt that line quite a bit. And uh, it's, I'd be curious if there was more, unfortunately she did, I was hoping she'd give more information on um, what their 
what they do in sex or like maybe body compositions as well. Well, she said that it's. She did say they're very skinny and flat chested. No, 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 no. with them together. Her, 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 herself and her boyfriend. What are they like physically? What do they do in sex? You know what I mean? Like, what do they actually do? If without that, it's very difficult. It's like all okay. You know is he's I mean? thanking her and calling her baby? <laughs> exactly. Or is she saying? Is he saying, "Call me Does daddy"? Does she have to call her daddy? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm like, is there something like that going on? Because um, I don't know. Um, there's certain things that I was curious on, but That's again, a good point. not just again. We can we can jump to conclusions, and that would be a bad thing. I would say that there's also the the one thing that I came up when I was answering a previous question on sexy time about the Asian culture and how they're always like. Most of them are going to be very petite and tiny and, and sometimes looking like underage because Asians typically look a lot younger than they really are or they dress up like, again, like in high school uniforms and crap like that. So, like, for me, it's like one nice thing is a fantasy of, like, you know, it's always nice to do ha- to have to do a little less work to get to, to, to do that or to, like, you can also like do, you know, sometimes it's harder in positions, but you can actually, you know, manipulate the, 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 the female body easier if they're tiny and petite, you know what I mean? So there's sometimes it's like that where it's like, all, you know what, if it's that, if it, if you're not that big, it's going to be easier to do things that I normally couldn't do with a, with a larger girl. Um, and that's, you know, or less work that way. There's sometimes like that where it's, it's actually, it looks bad if you look at like things like history and i think part of that is the asian culture too where it's like you know the guys aren't as big here and they're not they're not as muscular as other cultures in general um that there's always different you know the exceptions to the rule but there's that too so again i'm not sure though but i'm just trying to say that it's not definitely a red flag but i do understand the concern especially i don't know there was ones where it's like it, it, there was ones where they were clothed, clothed, or were they just naked, right? Yeah, they. Well, they said that some of them were not pornographic. That's all it said. I see. I would guess that maybe they're naked. They're just not having sex, right? Or is that porn still? If they're naked, is it porn? I don't think they're having sex. She, she said softcore. Yeah, yeah, softcore, right? Oh yeah, softcore. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I see, like lingerie or something. I see. Yeah. Or naked. Well, again, yeah, I think, I I, as always, the key is um, communication, understanding your partner more, you know, like, um, don't, I would never, ever judge anyone on something that's outside of them actually showing it to you, for example, or telling, you know, doing it, you know what I mean? Like, um, doing it with, in the context of that, I'm sure there's everyone, we all have our little, whatever, skeletons in the closet, and we're all not perfect. So there's going to be some things that we do. Like, we could be something as mundane as you tend to, like, rub your nipples when you're watching TV. But when you're around, oh I'm not going sh- to show it to you because it looks kind of weird and I don't want you to know that about me yet. There's going to be stuff like that. But it's like, all <laughs> is that a problem? No. Once you communicate about it, you'll figure it out why I'm doing that. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I mean, you can't just say, oh, this is, I can say, this is probably why. I would not look at that as the why, but you're right. Um, don't Don't dismiss and say it's definitely okay. I would say, like... Um, get to know that person, get to know them better um, in that context and don't prejudge and but just keep, uh, you know, keep your eyes out is what would be, be, be my main thing. And if it's really concerning, again, you will have to get closer to confronting. But again, when you confront, always come from a place of, you know, curiosity or love instead of like, you know, judging and saying, going straight to, you know, are you into pedophilia shit? Like, what the fuck? You know, don't do that. You would say it in the curious loving way and talking about it and getting to know the partner better it's an opportunity to understand more things and 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 in the end it could if it's if it's uh not the scary 
pedo stuff, it'll get you stronger together in the bedroom, to be honest. You'll start be able to, you know, he should, hopefully, you can open up about what you like and what he likes in, in sex, and you can start incorporating that in the, in the bedroom. Yes, 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 yes. Huzzah. I like that a lot. Um, I really like, like what would happen if you just asked him? Again, out of curiosity, like BK says, you know, like what would happen if you just said, hey, I wasn't trying to snoop, but I found this thing. And I'm just really curious because all these girls look like they're like 14 or 15. No judgment here. I'm just curious, where does this come from? Do you like have have you explored what this means to you? Why why this is like a, is this a, a thing that you really prefer? You know, what are your tendencies? What are your preferences? What are your desires surrounding all of this? Mm. You know, and if you come at it first, like saying like no judgment, like a hundred percent no judgment here, just curious what's going on for you. Like, and if there's anything you need from me, you know, um, because look, I'm going to say a slightly controversial thing here. What's the worst case scenario? Well, the worst case scenario is you don't talk to him and later on you find him mm. on Dateline or to catch a predator. Right. Yeah. Um, and you don't want that. Uh, It'll make it for this, a hell of a story, does, though. But go ahead, yeah. Right? Does talking to him mean that that you won't ever find that? No, no. Um, yeah. But it's very unlikely. If there's really something there, and this is this is where the 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 controversial side comes in a little bit. If there's something there, and say he has pedophilic tendencies, right? Say he is attracted to young girls. Just, just imagine for a moment. He finds high school girls the most attractive things in the universe. But he has chosen to not act out those feelings ever. And he, he instead has found a wonderful person to be with you. Uh, and instead, you know, he does still like enjoy that in his own private exploration, um, visually speaking, but it doesn't mean that he's actually acting on it in the real world. And that's important because let's be honest, we all have things that we're attracted to. We all have tendencies. We all have things that we like. God, can you imagine if the thing that you really liked were absolutely forbidden and like the most horrible thing, right? To me all the time. Can you imagine if that were you? Mm -hmm. What would you do? You know, you you would have these urges all the time that you couldn't act out on. Mm -hmm. That would be so frustrating. And so maybe, I mean, worst case scenario, he's got some of these tendencies. Maybe you being like non-judgmental and kind and loving might help him live a better life uh being able to be with somebody who understands him and sees him and accepts him for who he is maybe then he'll never feel like he needs to act out those urges you know and i know look this is this is putting a bit of extra oomph uh on on your requirement of things that you have to do the heavy lifting for this relationship right if it's true that that is a thing for him, that's the big ask for you to be okay with it. And, and I get that. Um, 
But if you can be okay with it, it might make somebody's life much, 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 much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, possibly, keep a pedophile off the street. Like, it's a real thing. Um, if he can, if he can have a satisfying relationship with you, he may not feel like he ever needs to act on those urges, and that's really meaningful. Now, it may again just be like, oh, I have this thing left over from when I was in high school. You know, like people who like to watch Smallville and Tom Welling and like these sexy, you know, hairless, muscly guys that that are pretending they're in high school, right? Like. Who doesn't think that's hot? That's hot, right? Like, it may just be that. It may just be a healthy interest for him. It may be nothing, but you you don't know. And if you're really squicked out by it, it's better to know now. If you can't handle it and you need to step away, it's better to have that conversation and know now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good if you can walk in non-judgmentally and give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt and be there for him no matter what. As long as he's not acting on any of those impulses. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that, the prejudging is the most dangerous because there's going to be so many. Uh, that's, that's why I was hoping for more details of what might be going on in the bedroom or in their sexual preferences or little hints or whatever. Um, their body type even. That's fine too. But like, you know, there's so many different factors or possibilities we always you know like abused as a child is one too if he had abuse sometimes your your sexuality gets locked in into those that time of that age right if it's super young um stuff like that where it's like no he just has that it's like trauma it's not that he actually wants to do those bad things it's kind of like trauma be, right yeah and then there's also like in general i mean there's why do you always have these uh you know jokes or comments about these really old rich guys getting with these freaking 20 year old girls because it's like youth in general is what we you know that's basically in general the the currency of of sexuality sometimes and then not all of them obviously it's unique to each person but i'm saying that the youth can is always going to be like that so um we all make mistakes in making extremes so there's so many things on the spectrum and it could be like again what alice was talking about where it's like no this is what you need to do he's not really He's not really going to do it, but he has the something's causing it in there, and or it's just his preference, and you can work with that um, if you know in, instead it's of it's not the, the worst shame. thing in the world. Yeah, what would be the worst thing in the world is if you found messages. Oh yeah, from him to yeah. a fourteen-year-old, right? If if you if I you see. found. You know, like these things congressmen get called out on and stuff. And Elmo, you know, the guy who played Elmo was fiddling around with 14-year-old boys. Like, there are people out there who are doing these horrible things. And if your boyfriend is out there looking at porn, that is not the worst thing in the world. Install a program that catches how frequently he uses the word pizza. Anyway, um... Oh no! And uh, and like so, wait. So, but I like what you were saying though. With the imagine what it's like to be shamed for something that you're really into. Because I was thinking, speaking yeah. of pizza, I'm not talking about the shitty pizza. I'm talking about actual pizza. Like I was thinking, like because I, I made the joke of like, yeah, story of my life. I can't get what I want. It's shamed God, upon or not available. No, no, I'm not. I'm talking about actual pizza because that was in my mind when you said uh, when you said like something that you don't want. I really want a good pizza. It's really hard to find in Japan. I'm so good sorry. Good pizzas and, you and saw burritos. Monster Jay and I eating yeah. amazing pizza last week. That must have been pizza porn for you. I know what it means. What you're. T- I mean, I know what it feels like. What you're talking about there. It's like, oh, can you imagine what it's like? You really want it, but it's not available, or it's not legal, or it's shamed upon. I'm like, oh yeah, story of my eating life here. So the truth is, 
if you jacked off after last week's sexy time, BK, it wasn't because of me and Monster J. It was because <laughs> of the pizza. No, I understand. I understand now. I take back my advice. Do not install an app that that's checking how many often you use pizza. It's that's nothing to do with it. <laughs> they might be in Japan or anyway. All right. So, all right. You want <laughs> that was a great question. That was a hard one. Thank you. And uh, while we're paused for a second, just a special thanks to everybody showing up in chat. Um, while we've changed days to Tuesdays, we're happy to have you here. And I'm so glad to see you guys. So glad to see you guys and girls and oh, everyone in between. This is a tough. Oh, you, you took my line. I love it. <laughs> but this is a this is a I have a couple questions here. You got a toughie too? Sex based on porn or. I'm trying not to shy revenge. away from the tough ones, you know. It's tough to choose. Uh, I, oh, that's for sure. Um, okay, we'll go down this road. This is actually—it actually almost piggybacks on your question, so we'll go with that. This is coming from a 29-year-old male. Why is it wrong to have expectations for sex-based porn? I don't understand why men get criticized for having expectations for sex based on porn. If I watch some hot porn model, deep throat, do anal, or whatever wild thing that I like. I don't see how it's wrong or weird for me to desire that in my actual sex life. It's appealing to me. I look at it this way. A lot of women would probably be upset if their man didn't help them orgasm or perform oral on them, but that's an expectation that comes from somewhere. Everyone has expectations. It's only when men expect something that it becomes a problem. That's what I think. Uh, well, let's see. What does he say here? Uh, women read Fifty Shades of Grey or read Fifty Shades of Grey and expect some rich men with BDSM, BDSM fetish, fetish to sweep them off their feet. But for some reason, I can't just want a woman to wear makeup, high heels, and deep throat me. <laughs> it's just getting kind of annoying to me. Men get criticized at every turn. If you can't or don't want to be a porn star in bed, then that's your choice. You don't have to do it. But I'm not wrong for wanting it, am I? I would love to have a partner that performs like a porn star in bed. Am I crazy thinking of this? Any advice? would be helpful. No, but you're whiny. Yeah, Sorry. Whining. No, I mean like Oh my god. That's, that's it, not, he just went okay. too far. It's it's okay if women want rich men who have BDS. What? What? He didn't he didn't have what? to get into genders at all. It's actually a, it's actually a great question if you don't say women are like Oy. this and guys are like like you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's the, it's okay. the whininess. Okay. Ignore I that. Separate Ignore that. myself. Ignore the whininess. From that particular gender bias. I'm you, listener. Um look, there are plenty of men who like you expect plenty of things that are not quote unquote normal um that Any are women? not the that are not the vanilla norm there are plenty of men who expect exactly what you're saying there are, and uh, it, okay. and it, it i don't know who said it wasn't okay but there are plenty of men who expect that and there are plenty of women who expect other things look there's nothing wrong with wanting what you want the the thing that's a problem is when you want any random person off the street to want to give you something unusual or extreme. Most random people off the street aren't going to be extreme in bed. So if you're looking for something extreme in bed, like deep throating with makeup and heels on, that's a lot of work. That'll cost you extra i would say no it doesn't have to cost no, I know, you I know. but I'm maybe go on maybe go on fet life right yeah, yeah, look, yeah. look for somebody in in the bdsm community who's who's gonna be open to that don't just pick up some girl at a bar and get annoyed that she doesn't want to deep throat you dude like sorry but it, it's it's kind of like 
I met this guy on a dating app once. I feel like, did we just talk about this last week? I met this guy on a dating app once who was complaining that all of these girls weren't into him. And I said, okay, show me a picture of these girls. And these girls were wearing makeup with like perfect hair and everything was put together. And he was wearing these like, you know, oversized t-shirts with like messy hair and like didn't take care mm. of himself at all. Mm. And I'm like, there's a mismatch here. So like, dude, I don't know what you want in the bedroom, but don't expect your generic vanilla girl off the street yeah. to want that. You're going to have to put that out on the table early, first of all, because yeah. you're going to maybe get disappointed if you don't. And second of all, I think it's really important to like know which apps are going to be better for that kind of thing. We talked about some dating apps last week. Field might be good for that. FetLife would certain, certainly be good for that. But probably not eHarmony. <laughs> now, it doesn't mean uh, that there aren't some freaks out there on eHarmony who like to deep, deep throat with their, their high heels on and their fishnet stockings. Not that oh, that's wrong. Hottest, I yes. love a good freak. But it's not going to be the norm. So, you know. It's definitely going to be on the profile. It's probably not going to be on the profile. If you're fishing yeah. for salmon, it's going to be easier in Alaska than it is in Florida. Mm. Go to the right place Preach. to get the fish you want. Mm. I love that advice. I, I love like so. Thank you. Also, like, I, and I love you, you did it perfectly because you had to you had to start with the elephant in the room where it's like the complaining, the whining. <laughs> like, put the put the shoe <laughs> in the other foot, dude. Okay, let's say. What about this? If I okay, let's just say you met. I feel the, the same way about women. Like, look the, well, if you're a woman there was a woman with a girl wanted... of your, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just say like he met the woman of his dreams in every aspect except that. But then he says, and then that lady is complaining about all all you men are like this and um, women are like this. Like all you know, that's not sexy at all, and it's not going to get you anything good. Like with that person, that's like it's over. Like just you just drown it out, and that's why it's like also you can I would you can the fix exact it same yourself. woman yeah. I will give the exact same advice to the woman he's describing exactly. who is looking for a sugar daddy with BDSM tendencies. Great. Go on Seeking Arrangement. Yeah. Go on sugardaddy.com. Like, find those things. In, go to FetLife. Find those why things. Why do you men always do this? Worlds. It's like, oh, well, you know. But if I'm a like, woman oh, yeah, is trying to don't... find that off like General Joe off the street, she's yep. going to be disappointed too. Oh, it's the it is perfect. It's pointing out like the my biggest pet peeve of that is like again blaming something else where it's like all oh, he just blamed all of womanhood or the gender differences on that instead of actually like no actually there are yeah. there are women out there who like what you're talking about and are fine with that. It's just not the 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 commonplace one like you said it, and then you know so it's hilarious. It's that it's that switcheroo in our brain to kind of com want to complain about that and i like that the most but and it's not and it's not a bad thing like i said like uh we all have these things when we get frustrated it just leaks out right like and and especially when you're talking about you're using the used porn as the example just saying hey i want porn sex and i want a woman who performs in the bedroom like a porn star it's like okay um like but like again it's that it's the reality and fantasy thing where it's like we always talk about porn where it's like most of the time even if you as porn stars, the sex in real life, even the porn stars themselves, the sex in real life is like, oh, we don't do that in our, you know, this is going to be different in the porn, in the porn movie. Oh, you know? yeah. They, so, they use Viagra and edit a yeah, lot. Exactly. <laughs> and they have to take multiple takes sometimes. It's like, oh, oops, you know, it's like, oh, we're talking like that. four hour sessions that get edited down to 15 minutes. Exactly. Like, yeah. 
So, 100%. So the real sex in real life for the porn stars themselves are usually going to be different. Now you might find that unicorn where it is going to be like, no, they have that too. They have it both in porn and in. Or you find a, a woman who is, is actually always porn star in the bedroom. But again, if that's what you're looking for, it's going to be difficult. Hot. But Good for you. Good for you, yeah. Um, and But there are ones in the middle too. It's not just like all women and why do always, you know, I'm always this. And it's like all, no, it's not that. There are going to be some who are going to be open to doing that with you. And then they have like, you know, they have the balance. It's just like BDSM again. So um, you'll probably find a lot. Uh, you'll probably have an easier time at it if you also, uh, you know, want to throw money at these women. That's why I said it'll cost you extra <laughs> for that. Avoid oh my it, God. You know? If you really want it, it's like easier. if it was me and if I was really wanting that, and uh, and I wasn't married, or if work. my wife allowed it, Oof. I would be like, oh, okay, I know what to do if I want to get it. I will take, I will take out my wallet, and uh, find Hire someone. Dominatrix. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, exactly. So if you want it, if it's just that that you want, that's fine. But you're saying you want it with a with a girl next door on the outside, I guess, and then on the inside a super freak. And they're actually kind of out there. You just have to actually be honest and not complain about it as much, and try to figure out. And you know, there's plenty of kinky fish in the sea. So. I would recommend um, trying to, you know, when you're when you're honest with yourself about that, stay away from that complaining about blaming other things for not getting what you want, and you'll be surprised at how often, you know, you might find something that you're looking for, and sometimes you might not. But the journey they always talk about the journey that is the that is the fun part, learning, you know, getting to know different people and trying to find that one, and then you'll be very grateful when you find the one that actually matches up because you'll know that it's it's not an easy thing to find that one that's that matches you perfectly that way so again don't let those 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 parts discourage you because it sounds like you you might have some experience with girls and, and and you're blaming them instead of saying you know what i wasn't clear that that's what i want um once you get better yourself and you'll find that one eventually who lines up closer and you'll you'll be really grateful when you do we're getting some good song light lyrics here <laughs> in the super freak that's right you know, I want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed, right? That was the other one. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, right? Right, right. You know, you're not weird for wanting this. And and good for you for, like, wanting something a little fringe or a little off the beaten path or a little against the grain. Like, so what? You don't want the, the Disney narrative, this is what a perfect girl should be. Good for you. Go get it where it is <laughs> where it but, is but also also like complaining about the way things are isn't going to help you attract somebody just putting that out there so so also you know start out assuming the best from the people you're talking to and not making these like gender based assumptions I, I think that's just going to put people off and make it more or less less likely that you're going to actually find the partner you're looking for so that's my two or five cents um yeah okay let's see what do i want to pick here no okay this is an unusual for one a one for us i'm gonna go with this um so My ex, 21, wait, sorry, my 32-year-old male ex started a new job in the end of April. 
and met a 32-year-old woman. After two weeks, he was in love. The person writing this is 30 okay. and a female. I asked if we could work things out together in therapy, and he said no. He tried to sleep with her in the house with me and the children here. Uh -oh. I had a restraining order against him. Um, his visitation with our children is supervised. Hmm. And he was so abusive to me that when he visits our children, he can call and talk to them on the phone, but the court would have been okay with him not even having that. Attention all airport passengers. Jesse Kearns, please pick up the right person. That was perfect timing. Jesse Kearns, please pick up the right person. I'm going to say that's wait, number gonna, one. We're going to wait. number one. We had a bet. We had a bet. Yeah, okay. I, I thought two. You had three. Wait, so wait. Can we read that last sentence again? What was that? It was... Go ahead. So I, it, the whole thing, she's she's saying she's going to leave this part out, but then she includes it anyway. Basically, she's had a really shitty relationship with her ex. Okay. There's been some abuse and some infidelity. Okay. Um, and this, this ex of hers started a new job, met a new woman. She was part of the problem with the infidelity, right? They were have he was trying to have sex with her in the house with mm -hmm. her and the children there. Um, she abusive, he was abusive. And it's like they There's a restraining some order. Weird phone call thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Something about him having supervised visitation with yeah with their children. So she's concerned that this woman is, she says, a bit off, shall we say? Because um, oh. she knows that he that that this is the second wife that that he has cheated on and abused, and still. He's moved in with her after knowing her for two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. She's they're not married though, you said, or wait, this she was the second oh, wait wife, a is minute. that what you said? I this is confusing. Yeah, because I was like, wait a second. Because when you said the woman is off, I'm like, oh yeah, the way the way she's describing what's going on with him, I would I would expect that the woman that he's with is off. Right. So this woman she's saying also rarely has custody of her children at all just visitation same thing that, oh, wait, that so her he's got... husband has so this woman has the same situation with her children oh, that he has with this with is complicated i see what you mean yeah yeah okay so, so the woman neither that of involved these when... people I got neither of these people are really allowed to see their own children yes yes i understand that okay um that says a lot so it's been a couple of months now since this happened He's only tried arranging visitation a few times. In these two months, no phone calls with our children. Multiple times a week, however, he's visiting her family. And this morning, he called... I'm going to skip some stuff so yeah, it doesn't go ahead and get skip. confusing. Yeah, skip. Go ahead. What's the and question? And this morning, he called to arrange supervision, and he wanted to bring her children over. Arrange supervision. Okay. Oh, the, 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 the new lady's children. Okay, okay. 
Right. Okay. I do not want my children interacting with her children. I can understand until that. I feel comfortable that this relationship is stable. Mm-hmm. It's only been two months. And both of these people are unhinged. <laughs> Am I crazy for not wanting my children to interact with his new girlfriend and her kids until I feel comfortable that he's actually going to stay with her? I'm so sorry for your situation. It's a great question. Thank you for sharing it with me. But I do think it's like a bit of a trick to say things like, I'll wait for the relationship to be stable, where it's like, actually, it doesn't matter what type of how long the relationship is. Um, if they're both unstable people, it don't matter, does yeah. it? So um, yeah. it's a big problem. I think the main thing I would say is like looking back to and trying to be nice with the things that actually have brought new problems in your life or misery. Um, there's a reason why you're no longer together. There's also a reason for all those things you were saying, why he can't see his kids, um, There's or he has those, whatever, those restrictions. And his the new girl that he's with has those restrictions. So again, like you heard of the term birds of a feather flock together. These are birds of feathers flocking together. They, they have the same situation. They both don't really uh, are deemed by the by the public or society or whatever it is, those judges that they're both not good for their kids in some way, you know, or at least they have to be very, they're, they need some help to help with their kid or their own kids. So it's like, okay, that's why I would say it's completely normal for you to feel that way. Um, that you're like, I don't want my kids in that. It's it's bringing your kids and your atmosphere, the bio, your whole household into that and melding that. And there's going to be that those effects. You know the effects better than anything. That's probably why you have these tendencies of like, oh, I don't want that around there. It's like, exactly, because you are now divorced or whatever the situation was, separated, and, and this is what's going on. But... The more you let that in, the more it's affected by that somehow, right? Now, of course, he has the rights. He's the he's the biological father, and there's going to be things that are the right thing to do. But you're exactly, in my opinion, completely on on the right track of saying, no, I don't want to let that in. Of course, they're going to have the visitations and all those other things to, to have that connection with their father or whatever that you're doing. But yeah, I, I would I would say that. So as, as far as how to handle that, I, I again, I would say don't worry about your mindset. I think you're in the right spot of that not making things worse i mean you're in the mindset also i would say you may not have thought about it this way but it is you're thinking about your kids because you've already you've already let that man into your life and let this happen um and that's fine but you're thinking why would you want your kids to experience that type of thing with that type of craziness another foreign type of family or or morality or, or ideals or values into that situation so that's all good things i think you're doing great and trying to get better that way now how to handle it um i would assume now, again, there's not much details other than showing um, why I would agree with you. Like, again, like, oh, I'm seeing all the red flags from both your, your So ex. many red flags. Yeah, and the, and the girl he's with. So I didn't hear anything that would, like, again, it's going to be so unique to the relationship and what's going on. Um, how far other things, I mean, from what I hear, that the state kind of gets involved already with well, supervision. Well, so what I left out so, is that a lot of the supervisions are done at her parents' house. Oh, it's not by that. Okay. Because of the location. So so the grandparents are there, but maybe she's not always. Okay. Well, if that's the case, it does sound like, again, it's it's important to stick together with the support systems that you have in place. Um, it sounds like it's... What, did she say it was mandated from the state to, to have that supervision? No, or was just what? she said that the state actually would have been fine. Okay. So, so, uh, 
So the only thing that he, that are man that that like he has to be able to have now that that they agreed on are phone calls, um, and they can have supervision, like supervised visits. But like the only thing he has to be able to have are phone calls. But she said that the court would have been fine with her not even having the phone calls because oh. of, it was so bad. Okay, good. I'm glad that because then uh, so then the, the the court has already deemed that it's like yeah you have the. Like the court would be on your side, Correct. saying like, "No, this one. I'm not even. You know, you're not even obligated to have those visitations. Two. Why would you be obligated to have visitations with other someone else's kids with that stuff? It's like right. all. So I, I think everything's on your side. Hold firm with the support group that you have, your family, if they're helping in. It sounds like the court in the state or wherever it is is, or the the place that you're at is actually on your side too. So again, um, your question. I would just say, I, 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 for one, think you're on the right track and you have the right ideas of, and, and just uh, keep focusing on what's best for your kids and it'll actually guide you to the right idea because yeah, stop, stop trying to say, oh, I need to be nice to, to him or because he might do no, this no. or I'm worried about that. It's like, oh, no, no, no. It's not fair because he's the you father or whatever. You already a restraining think order. Of the kids. That's, that's a big exactly. deal. Think of the kids and it'll guide you down that. And I think that's what you're doing already to get to this question. So good luck. And again, hold firm to those support systems around you that are there for you. What a good answer. I, I I personally think like also what matters a little bit to me is like who was he abusive toward? Mm. Mm. Was he abusive toward you or was he abusive toward the children? Um, if he was abusive toward you and the children, yeah. I would say um, why are you having anything to do with him at all? Uh, I would I would take a moment with a therapist to. Uh, re-examine um, what kind of hold he maybe still has on you, which I know is a thing for victims of abuse. And I'm really sorry that you have gone through everything that you've gone through. Um, but of course, you know, if, if he starts showing the same pattern of behavior with his new girlfriend at some point in time, you don't want the kids to be around to see that either because you don't want your kids growing up to think it's okay for a man to treat a woman that way, you know? Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't want that. Of course you don't want that. So I, I think it's important, you know, to examine what kind of abuse is going on here. What are your children witnessing? And, um, you know scale back is necessary like if he's threatening you or whatever like get the courts involved yeah you don't have to do this alone it sounds like your parents are here for you as well so that's really good and just you know i know you you probably you know are, are going with this this idea of like it's better for kids to have their father involved and all of these shoulds i'm sure you're being affected by the shoulds I think it's a good, good, good idea to find a compassionate therapist, have conversations with the therapist about this. Maybe your kids need to go into therapy as well. Mm -hmm. You know, that might that. be good for them if they've been witnessing a lot of these behaviors. Get the family in therapy together and find out what they want yeah. and find out what they need and get them the help that they need. And if that help in involves them never seeing their father again, fine. Um, eventually they're going to be old enough to make that decision on their own. But, you know, for now you're, you're the best parent that they have. And, uh, I think the best thing for you to do, if you can find help for them and, and if you can't afford therapy, look into low cost therapy options in your area, because there's always some kind of Samaritan counseling or something somewhere, especially if you're near any major city, um, 
avail yourself of the resources available to you and your children and get them help because you guys have been through hell and back and um, your kids are very, very lucky to have you here to help them through it. I love that breakdown of shoulds too, because I do think that's affecting it and I do. And what you're saying as well is, is, is again, screaming to me. It's like, yeah, if you go down closer to thinking about what the kids need, want um, to from that situation, instead of saying, no, I know this is good for them. I know this is good for them. Or people are telling me that it should be this way. It's like, oh, maybe not. Maybe it could be, but maybe not. So yeah, spend some energy looking into that to see what, what you after you get more visibility with what your kids are thinking feeling and needing or asking for yeah. and then you can make the judgment at that point you might be right still where they do need that but who knows you know so all right that was a oh man Ooh. that was a complicated we one so too. let's do a short a, one a family question yeah if we, do we have time for another yeah we'll do one more and it'll be uh, uh it's Excellent. pretty straightforward you're so I think. good you're so good at keeping track of all of these oh thank you thank you you're I so appreciate you, co-host. Ditto, flight attendant, sexy beast. And again, if you want to hey, see... I'm a lot more than that. Oh, I know. <laughs> but you're, you're at an airport right now, so... <laughs> I, I was leading into that. Check out youtube.com forward slash next time podcast. See us over here. And uh, yeah, you can... And then right after the live stream, we have Pillow Talk. So patreon.com forward slash next time podcast. You're amazing, Alice. Even though you're freaking working your ass off Pillow flying talk. through the skies... You still come <laughs> and uh, make things, make everything a little bit sexier. All right, here it is. <laughs> the interesting way to say it. Um, okay, he's saying he wants revenge sex. Okay, so I'm 21. Okay, it's 21 male. Just had my heart ripped out yet again. Wow, you're 21 yet again, eh? And I feel like I oh, need dear. some revenge sex. Bitter at 21. But Sorry, I just <laughs> can't seem to find someone that would be down for either a one-night stand or a friends with benefits situation. I don't want to just furiously jack off like I usually do. The problem is she wouldn't put out, the last uh, the last one wouldn't put out, and I'm touch-starved. Okay? Part of my problem is I live in a very small community, and most of the people here know each other very well, or I'm related to them, or they're too young. Any advice to get some revenge sex interesting question i'm so sorry my head hurts with these questions why this is, this is life alice he's 21 why? keep that in mind you know why and he actually okay. gave a little bit of his background that might maybe maybe he helped with the why it's like yeah it's no like... no 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 my problem already immediately is like <laughs> hey she wouldn't put out. What is that? I know. Well, it's obvious what type of relationship he wants, okay? So let's please start with we had different sexual needs. I had a higher libido than she did. How about that? How about we were a mismatch in He's the a sex kid. in the sack? Okay, well He's kid, watching a lot of porn. Kid, thank you for submitting your question. I hope you were really listening right now because because there is such a thing as different libidos, and that is okay. It doesn't mean she's a jerk for not putting out, or she's yeah, the crude. Yeah, yeah. You need to put aside those judgments, because it'll be a lot easier for you to find somebody if you're not being a dick. Sorry. I'm just going to say that. And and you're saying this to us. I'm sorry. I don't mean to judge you. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh. But, no. but, but. Please don't ever say that to a woman yeah. because we hear these things and we get all kinds of things up in our heads and then we feel like we have to do things we don't want to. And then you're basically like, 
pressuring bullying somebody into having sex, please don't do that. Please don't do that. So it does sound, on the other hand, like you actually are being honest with people. Mm -hmm. You want to be respectful of what they want and what they need. And you're saying you're having a hard time finding somebody for a one night stand or friends with benefits. Okay. Do you drive? Can you look for this on an app not in your town and drive to a town not terribly far by, far away mm -hmm. or a major city, maybe even a couple of hours away. But, but if, taxi, if you're Ken. meeting up with somebody or for sex, well, mm -hmm. not everybody at 21 can afford a taxi. But, no, I know. But, but yeah, if he's really sure, that sex dog, you sure, know. take a bus. Hey, go on couchsurfing.com, get yourself some free lodging for a week or something somewhere. Go hop on a Greyhound bus and go to a near major city and and call it your what do we call it? Uh the what do they call that when the more the 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 Amish people the, oh. the springer, the rum springer. Go oh, really? on a sex springer. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, in the old days, we could, when you couldn't afford a horse, you'd walk, you know what I mean? But yeah, this is even hop, better. Do this. Hop on a Greyhound bus find a reliable couch surfing host, and then get on the dating apps before you go, line up a couple of dates, and hope you get lucky. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why it's revenge sex. Maybe you just want to go and enjoy some good sex after a relationship that didn't work out for you. Um, I'm so but, glad you, know, you reacted this way because it, it, it gave me some insight. You. Yeah. See, yeah, exactly. We support you. I, that's what I'm saying. Your your main comments were beautiful because it was screaming in my head when you're talking about it. It's like it's all about terms here. Reven when I when I heard the question and when you were breaking down what was going on a little bit, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his terms wrong. This isn't revenge sex. And it's the same thing with like you're saying like, oh look at don't say it that Just way. Say it this seat. way. It's Have like all your terms are off, buddy. And that's the main problem. What if if you actually got that clarified worked on that that point of communication because it sounds like again alice said it you're she's right it's great your honesty is perfect that's the that's one key of setting boundaries the other part of it is getting the terms right and working to understand how to communicate with various people with different languages and whatnot and that's why there's the five love languages and all that but in in one language like english there's still that disconnection of terms where it's like if you say it's revenge sex and it's not that's a problem if you say things like she didn't put out that's the problem that's a problem too because it's like from what you're actually asking it's not that just it's not revenge sex it's not that wasn't the problem you know what i mean like the problem is is that you are really horny to be honest and that and you want to let out frustration and horniness together um so that's and that's fine we all have been there we all know those feelings so again what if you worked on your communication in terms on that and it would actually set those boundaries up easier in the future because right now it seems like that wasn't being set. Maybe you are honest with the aftermath like this, but you're not honest with your partners before that that's what you really need. You need that touch. And that's what your your love language is physical. So guess what? Even though you thought you were in a – you said you had your heart broken and that you were in a relationship with the girl, but she never touched you or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, obviously you're not, you're not honest and vulnerable enough on that part that that's what you're – yeah, that's your love language. So what if you work on your terms and you're actually expressing um, that part of your love and, and connection with the next time, you know, you can go ahead and have, you know, go ahead and have your quote unquote revenge sex, but call it something else in the future because it's not really revenge sex, uh, to be honest. So so again, what if what if you worked on those things and then the next girl, you don't even have to worry about this shit later. And I think that's the key. Um, uh, and, and for now, again, you're young, you're... I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. You're not dumb, but I wanted to go down that quote. But you're, you know, young, dumb, and full of cum. Go for it. It's all good. I've been there too. I still am that sometimes nowadays. But uh, but you actually, yeah. 
uh, work on that stuff, and then this will help you on your problem-solving solution of when you need a when you need it more than just jacking off, you know. And uh, it's uh, it, you'll get stronger for it in the end. The Greyhound bus, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very easy, I think, to to blame age here, but you know, it it also partly at that at that age is about like upbringing and the kind of things you've been exposed to and maybe this is the way all your dude friends talk right maybe this is the way whatever tv and movies you're watching are are giving you that kind of like strange messaging that like you should be the victim but i i just think you would have a better time in life uh, potentially, if you stopped being the victim mm. and just went out and got what you wanted, um, not at other people's expense, mm -hmm. um, but but again, like BK said, you know, figure out what you want and ask for it. You know, I've got a really high libido, so I'm looking for somebody else who's really down for a lot of sex. You know, what a That's great amazing. thing to say on a dating That's website. Amazing. Oh yeah, I mean like. I would assume that most girls would appreciate that honesty about that before they actually start trying to get involved with someone because it's like, okay, oh, now yeah. you can make the choice right away to say, oh, that's not for me. Or it's like, oh, okay. If she stays around after that, great. Like, let's look at other things. But she knows that and you're being honest. And then you talk about her libido too. Who knows? Like back and forth. So, yeah. Revenge of the sex. Revenge sex. <laughs> Revenge of the sex. The empire strikes back. The lightsaber is oh, on. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's too funny I, I love that term though because i was reading uh, when you were talking about it, i'm like oh that's not revenge sex like i'm gonna call this interruption number two. Oh, well, i didn't hear it but what was it nobody's actually interrupting but they like walked up very slowly and are having a whole on conversation here with a wheelchair nice so. okay I'm, I'm gonna call two. that I'm gonna win number two because we're we're basically out of time. Anything you want to say before we, we, we made close the bet the that there would be how many interruptions to this uh, before the end, and you got it with two, two unless maybe. somebody else walks up. Well, go ahead and uh, stall for time so we can get a third and you win because you pick three. <laughs> nah, nah. Well, so this has been a really. I'm gonna call that three if you heard it. Dang, Nabbit! I knew it. Did you no, hear it? I didn't hear it. Oh, well, never mind. Um, so, so, first of all, I want to just thank everybody who joined us today. Uh, you know, uh, my work schedule continues to morph. So thank you for those of you on the live stream who switched with us to Tuesdays uh, and got to hang out with us in this airport. I have a bit of an audience right now uh, that isn't online, so that's always fun. Um, and the... Internet is really good here, but admittedly, sometimes it like freezes and then rushes through. So if we've had a couple of complications, thank you as we figure out these airport kinks. Um, and yeah, this will be like every other week right now that I'm in the airport. We'll oh, see yeah. how that goes in the future. Um, but we're also going to be doing next week a solo show. I will be doing a solo show from home. Uh, and our topic is going to be love at the end of the world, like apocalypse apocalypse sex. So that's going to be a very, very interesting time. I hope you guys will all come and join me for that. Talk about letting um, loose. That's the time to let loose. I mean. I know, right? So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about all these changes as we move through the fall with y'all. 
um, wherever you may be in the world. Again, so much love to you all in Singapore and in South Florida and anywhere else you might be dealing with any, you know, major disasters. But we hope, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a suggestion in the chat for airport kinks. Airport I don't, kinks. I don't think I can, I don't think I can make a, a topic out of that, but uh, I appreciate your, <laughs> your suggestion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dangerous. so no, no, I don't want to lose my job. Also, yeah. um, I don't really know anything about that. So yeah. let's be honest. Uh, I I have been well behaved at my job because I don't want to lose it. Some things are just too important. Uh, and top of that list, and aside from jobs, are family, love, communication, joy. I hope you are finding all of that in your life this fall, wherever mm. you are in the world, um, that everything you desire is within reach. I hope that is true. That is certainly my wish for you. And if it's not, I hope you find a way to make it so. Fucking amazing. She's going to do so solo. Sorry to everyone who wants to hear me. I don't know who you might be, but... All it of would, them. It would, Everybody. <laughs> I will be dealing with the Japanese government to make sure I can stay here and all the other things with that stuff. So I am very appreciative for Alice uh, to be able to host solo while I'm gone and keep you guys having a sexy time on Tuesday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time at night. Um, and again, we're always jumping back between Tuesdays and Thursdays right now, but uh, it's going to be fun seeing all these going with the flow. We really appreciate you, all of you. Live chat, you've been amazing. On, on the, we just did the day switch, and everyone who's listening we to the podcast, thank you so much. We got to shout out our Patreon yes. patrons. We've got Shirley, Koala, Monster J, and Lens and John. Thank you guys so much for being our shout out patrons. We love you. Extra shout out to all of our patrons. We are so, so freaking grateful for you all. Uh, no, no kidding. We couldn't do it without you. And um, we're just so excited to keep on going. We'll see you next. Well, she'll see you next week. And uh, yeah. you stay sexy, y'all. I will safe. see you next Tuesday. And don't get caught in public. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Sexy Time Podcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us, be sure to tap that share button and spread the love. Join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time. Until next time, this is the Mistress of Ceremonies sending her love. Stay sexy.